Welcome to episode 11 of Booty and Bossy Eat Drink Net. Can't believe it's episode 11. This like, one goes to 11. It goes to 11. And so the title of this episode is Vacation Plans Gone Awry. And that's because I headed out to Washington and Booty and I had all these plans. We were going to visit all these fabulous yarn stores and it was going to be kind of a booty and bossy palooza so yeah. many great things so many great things to do <laughs> we were going to go to whidbey island we were going to go to this combination yarn store and bar skein and tipple <laughs> sounded so good oh, great so good <laughs> but on the third day of my visit when I was returning back from the Olympic Peninsula visiting mom's sisters, the aunts, and we stopped for gas and mom took a fall and fractured her pelvis in two places. That kind of in the span of several seconds changed, well, really all of our lives for the next six months. Yes. <laughs> She's okay. She's, She's okay. I mean, this is kind of going back to the end of the first episode. Wait, I got to go. Mom's bleeding. Right. And then the second episode, Mom's okay. Mom's so okay. We're, Take two. We're <laughs> starting this episode. Yeah. Mom's okay. 2K. So she's fine. Yeah. She's in rehab. Yeah. Um, doing great. She's a trooper. She's definitely taking all of the exercises very seriously. Mom does very well with structure. That's what we love about mom. But yeah, needless to say, it was not what we had planned. It was the vacation gone awry. The only thing I can say is that Booty introduced me to a cocktail featuring rye whiskey. <laughs> so that was our salvation. So Booty, do you want to explain about the cocktail with yes. rye whiskey? Yes, which we think should now be named vacation gone awry it's one that i first tasted with our good friend layla who used to live nearby and we went to this distillery in whidbey island and it's called the whidbey island distillery it's in langley washington and they make this just wonderful blackberry liqueur it gets all kinds of awards and it just it is just so so good the cocktail features the blackberry liqueur and rye whiskey their rye whiskey is excellent and ginger beer and soda water and then fresh lime juice so it's equal parts of blackberry liqueur rye whiskey ginger beer soda water one ounce of each and then a tablespoon of fresh lime juice as we like to do, <laughs> we always like to have some modifications and the blackberry liqueur is really, really good. For the whiskey we found, you can use a different kind of whiskey. And Layla and I had recently gone to Edison, Washington, where they make this really wonderful whiskey. And we used that in the cocktail and that was really good. 
So I think it's the lesson here is use what you have, but use the best stuff you can possibly get. So this is what I learned when I went out and visited Booty is that she has a very extensive bar of excellent <laughs> alcohol, whereas my larder, my alcohol larder mm-hmm. is not. Well, I had some Chambord. That's good stuff. Yeah, the black raspberry so not blackberry well how did you find out that it had black raspberry well here's here's the thing you can read the label yes who knew what worlds could open to you when you read things um in fact i was kind of fascinated to go into my alcohol larder and discover all sorts of things that i didn't know were in there so i was looking for alternatives to and the edison whiskey i mean you gave me some just straight up well first of all it comes in a bottle shaped like a light bulb upside down light bulbs so. upside down light bulb so the <laughs> the cap is the screw part. well how great is that like who doesn't want alcohol in a light bulb shaped bottle <laughs> um, so that was great but you know, we here did not in Massachusetts did not have that. We had some Seagram's Seven Crown whiskey, <laughs> and I was reading, and it says American whiskey, a blend of distinctive character. Mm. And I thought, oh my God, that is America, yeah. a blend of distinctive character. Mm. (laughs) that could describe the entire country that was kind of interesting i paid attention to that the other thing i found and this was apparently someone gave this as a joke for like maybe our 40th birthday celebration i think they made this label it says old winey's winery and in the middle it says old and then it (laughs) says stop whining spelled w-h-i-n-i-n and start whining it says full-bodied and unappealing with a faint aroma of prunes and bran (laughs) that's what you want (laughs) that's what you want (laughs) i have to say when booty made it with all of her fancy schmancy her liqueur from blackberry from the special place and the edison whiskey with the fresh lime juice. I did have fresh lime juice. Hmm. That's a must. That's a must. Yeah. And I did have ginger beer, but it was really much better when, so you can (laughs) use what's in your larder. But the thing I learned is that when you have really good stuff, it makes a difference. It does make a difference. I mean, with the ginger beer, I like the fever tree, ginger beer or the Bundaberg ginger beer that one's on the sweet side and then you have fever tree yeah I I just had the goslings which I think you can pretty much get anywhere but you can get the Bundaberg I've actually even seen that at Walmart Mm. Mm. yes well and the other one that I like is the cock and bull that tends to be good for Moscow mules, but that it's a really good cocktail, especially when your vacation has gone awry. When it's gone awry, we did try it with True Confessions. We 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 had two cocktails after 
<laughs> after the day that started at 7.30 at the hospital and ended at 7.30, and I should say, you know, I can hardly complain when mom is the one who's <laughs> in her pelvis. Yeah, mom did not get a cocktail. Well, mm. she got Oxy. So, yeah. <laughs> no. The first one I remember you made with the rye, the rye whiskey, and it, it was good. But the one that you made with the Edison whiskey, which is super smooth. I mean, I'm not a mm. straight whiskey drinker, but it was super smooth. And I, I felt like that one was a little bit better. And I remember too, I think you used just all ginger beer and not right i didn't put in yeah i didn't put in seltzer well and the other thing i should say i did not have the uh Whidbey island distillery whiskey so i was using just another one that i had so the one that would be island distilleries called bunker rye and you can get that sometimes for instance on the blackberry liqueur you can if you're in washington you can get it at total wine I think but I don't get think the whiskey, but, but you can't get on a plane, say. <laughs> yes, that you, is a little hard. Put it in your check luggage, maybe. But maybe. there might be a little law about like, you know, taking alcohol across state lines that might, might be just a little something you want to be cautious about yeah, just that's no good. although i did find out recently you can take I, I never really tried to take alcohol across the border to canada because i just figured why bother and you can take several bottles across i was bringing oh. it over for our our dear friend bringing the blackberry liqueur <laughs> well i did go online and you, you they can't ship it out mm -hmm. of state because I was like, oh, maybe I can order some. Nope. You can order and have it delivered to me. Mm. That's what you can do. And then I can come to your house and drink. I was very impressed with your bar. I have to say, <laughs> I felt like hmm. life goals. <laughs> yeah, because she had like tasteful things like the Edison whiskey and the special blackberry. And I had Seagram's Seven. <laughs> And old prune wine, prune and brand winery. I so, know nothing wrong with that. Well, I have to say the nice thing with alcohol is it doesn't go bad. So you, that's why I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> Try it, and then that's true. I should say you, you. It's good that you don't just have a lot of empty bottles because <laughs> if you had just empty bottles, you'd be a college student. <laughs> I went to our, our local, well, really the crown jewel in the crown that is Sturbridge, Massachusetts, is Yankee Spirits. Mm -hmm. And I did go and look at some of the things that they had. And I mean, this is really a rabbit hole. But did you know that there's peanut butter whiskey? Oh, I did hear something about that. Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, there's screwball peanut butter whiskey to the misfits, black sheep, and screwballs of the world. I, I didn't buy it, but I was interested. Yeah, the, I mean, you can really go down there. We do have yeah. some walnut liqueur that my husband bought. That's <laughs> been sitting there a while. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's nuts again, and we know how we feel about nuts 
in right. Vegas. So, <laughs> we did manage to go to a yarn shop, which is near the hospital that mom was staying in in our, our yarn shopping was kind of limited to the hospital. Well, and I, I, I guess I should tell the story because I, I, I do feel like this was sort of a moment. We were getting gas and mom decided to get out of the car. Then she slipped. and But she thought at that point that maybe she was okay. And so... I helped her get back in the car. I'm now realizing in retrospect that there were all, that, that I probably did everything wrong that you could do in this situation, but helped her get back in the car. We had dinner reservations. So I think she still wanted to go to dinner. So she's thinking, well, maybe it's a bruise, you know, but then we're driving and it's hurting more. And I got lost. Well, I didn't, I missed my turn. And can I just say, the signs in Washington suck. They're like these little <laughs> signs, like right at the top. I mean, I realized, oh, they're just completely different from like in Massachusetts, we got these big signs that's like 290, you know. Mm. Yeah. Washington, there are these little signs at the top of, you know, the highway things. So I missed the turnoff to get on to 405 or whatever it was. So I had to go up and I had to take a left and there was like this shopping plaza with a parking lot. And so I pulled into the shopping plaza and I pulled in the parking lot and right at the end of the parking lot where I was turning around was an urgent care center. And so oh, it was meant to be looked at each other and we're like, I'm thinking maybe, <laughs> you know, it seems like the finger of fate has yes. sort of pointed us to the urgent care center and that, that sort of, you know, and obviously we should have just taken her straight there. Anyway, that was the finger of fate Love. getting lost, but not really getting us to the point, the place we needed to be to address the situation. Yes. Yeah. Well, and she did get good care. She she was very impressed with the Swedish hospital in Edmonds. So good job, Swedish. Yep. We'll tag you. <laughs> they were very nice. They took good care of her. But the yarn shop yes. that we visited, there were two. And we're going to start this episode with Stranded by the Sea. Which, I mean, just great name. First of all, you know, I noticed, well, other than Webb's America's Yarn Store, so many of the knitting stores have these great punish names and Stranded by the Sea, Stranded Knit. So great. Yeah. Love the name. That was so And they have kind of a nautical theme in their decor, beautiful felted hangings by the door. We're going to put up a little video so you can see that. And the owner is lovely. She mm -hmm. was wonderful. They specialize in woolly wool. Like they have the full line of Jameson Shetland wool, which is unusual. I remember her explaining that that's one of the few wool providers that a all of the wool comes from the Shetland Islands. So it's Shetland sheep. It's 
you have all of the production from the sheep herding and shearing and spinning and dyeing and production all happens on Shetland, you know, through this same company. Right. They're well known for their use in feral knitting. She also had some hand spun, which I bought some that's called TDY Fibers. And it's Terry Yoakum. Just beautiful and has a wonderful green blue. It's ocean themed. Ocean themed, yeah. Well, and I liked how she had this kind of combination of, on the one hand, she had the complete line of the Jameson Shetland wool, but then she also featured some local dyers like what you got. And then um, she was trying to promote local craftspeople. So she had the, she had featured this sweater. Yeah. Woolly board. And actually, the term that I remembered was a jumper board. Okay. But basically, it's a frame that after you knit a sweater, you can put it on to block it out and it's adjustable. But she had contracted with a local woodworker who was also, I think, an engineer and his wife is a knitter and spinner and you know fiber arts person and so he had kind of engineered these sweater boards or jumper boards woolly boards yeah so she had ordered them i'd i'd actually never seen one in a store anyway i just love that she had found somebody and he had come up with this brilliantly engineered version of this that allowed you, for example, to have both a pullover sweater and a cardigan on it, adapt to either one. That was cool. I picked up another yarn that is micro-brewed, isn't that great, Mm micro-brewed in Bellingham, and it is, it's Apple Fiber Studio, and the color is Paradise. So, Beautiful sort of bluey green. Yeah. Yeah. Those colors are really pretty. So yes, again with the sea theme. Well, and I loved, she had these two big octopi that were crocheted and they were up on top of the, you know, these shelves with the yarn, but then on top of the shelves, there was a, I think it was a loom and she had two octopi. Their names were Kevin. Kevin was the big one. And Taco. <laughs> that <was the> name. <laughs> Who came up with Taco the octopus? Yeah, they were so great. The, her displays were, were beautiful. And the other thing we got a lot. Mm. Yes. <laughs> this is what happens when you go out to Washington with booty. You, you, you drink special cocktails and then you spend $80 on buttons. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad but they were really fabulous buttons that i had never seen before these buttons that you don't have to have a buttonhole so if you made your sweater your cardigan or whatever and your or say you have a shawl and you want to wear it but you know how the shawls are always moving around and you can't seem to get them to stay put or the ends kind of float around you can use these they have a screw 
in there. So you can just use the button as you would like a shawl pin. A pin, yeah. They were called jewel pedestal buttons. Floral will obviously put a picture in the show notes. They're silver or pewtery, but with this really pretty floral, oldie tiny floral pattern. But yeah, they're almost like a pin, so you could remove them. I mean, and you could use them to put together, if you didn't want to do a scene, you could overlap. I should say, I did finish <laughs> the arpeggio. Yeah. And, and I guess if the question is, what will help you get through when your mother fractures her pelvis in two places? There, There's two things in answer to that question. First is cocktails. And second is knitting. Thank God I had brought arpeggio out there to occupy me through the many hours that sitting in the hospital and things like that. That is when you realize that, yes, you want to make things in knitting, but how important it is to keep your hands busy. I mean, I'm kind of thinking back to Michelle Obama's Mm. comments about how it puts your mind in the back seat and lets Mm. your hands just kind of go ahead. And so I pretty much finished arpeggio while I was out on my vacation. I had planned to use my buttons to close up. Mm. I think they might just be decorative because at the at the end of the day, and I'll put it in the show notes, I I wanted to do the three needle bind off just joining it. And I figured I could just kind of put the buttons on on top just because I didn't want to overlap it. But I'm so glad I got the buttons because I think it's a great thing for other projects to have. And it's so useful, you know, and they're, they're just cool. The screw in the back is like, I think that could hold very securely. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you actually got a screwdriver and that way and I got two different kinds so I got the ornate one but also just a very plain leather one so you can go with the simple or the more fancy that was a new thing and speaking of updates I also finished my bretzel (laughs) eek I steaked yeah. So I'll have pictures of that. And I love it. It's great. It's very roomy, but not the ocean that <laughs> I was afraid it was going to be. So yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I love the fit. It's just very cozy. And I like the color. It, it's a very nice, you feel like you could wear it with anything. You know, it's a nice sort of neutral gray blue that it could go with jeans or anything like that. Yeah. And very cool. Yes. It was a, a big project. That was a lot of fun. It was interesting because I think the name of the color of that yarn is blue moon. And it's true. It's got, you, I look at it and I think it's just a kind of a plain gray, but there is a lot of blue in there too, which makes it more interesting and more fun to knit. No, and I do have to say, like the arpeggio, I really like. 
I still really like that color combination of the gray with the persimmon with the taupe. Well, um, and I think, I mean, I'm with you on, I don't always like to wear shawls. I like to knit shawls, but I find they're not always that wearable just because they move around a lot. And then you get a picture back and you're thinking, oh, what is going on here? <laughs> but, but turning them into ponchos is great. For that particular one, like I said, you had the 260 <laughs> stitches per row. So, but you know, it's like anything you, you plug away at it. Well, at the beginning, you've got nice, I, you know, I did a couple things that were a little bit different and then I, I originally cast on with the persimmon and then I have an inch of the gray and then another line of persimmon. And then I had probably about half or two thirds of the gray and then another line of persimmon and then the taupe and the the nice thing about it was right about the time that I really was feeling like oh my god I'm never going to get done with the gray then well I ran out of yarn right and then switched and the the taupe pattern was a lace with yarn overs and so and it wasn't very many I think it was three you know three repeats so it it really wasn't very much and and it was a little more interesting than the the gray so right about the time that you're like oh and i like patterns like that i like mm -hmm. patterns where there's enough variety and then and then when you finish that you did another couple of rows of the persimmon and then a one you know about an inch of the gray again and then I bound off again in the persimmon and then I did the three needle bind off so the one area where it joins you can see you've got the the double part there but I like the way that that looked I I think I kind of envisioned it and you know how sometimes you start projects and you kind of have this vision and then you get to the end and you're like that's not really what I had envisioned. <laughs> do do I like where it came out? Right, you know? right. But this was one of the few where I envisioned it, but I wasn't sure. And then I thought maybe there'd be some buttons in there. But I ended up really liking it. And it was a good, a good fit as a poncho. And I think I'll actually wear it because... I have to say, I have made things for myself where it's taken a lot of time. Mm. And I think, eh, <laughs> there's a sweater that I recently made that I followed the instructions and I made it to the length that they said, which seemed kind of short. And then I tried it on and it was like a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> which was not what the designer had intention. I'm not sure what happened there, but, you know. A disaster. A middle-aged woman in a crop top. <laughs> which, to be to be clear, I mean, is great if that's what you want to do. Right. But that's not what I wanted to do. And so I think it took a couple of months in the drawer before I got it out, undid the bottom, ribbing and then and I had plenty of yarn to make it longer and just added several more inches you know like 12 <laughs> or whatever but, <laughs> and now I love it and I'll wear it but yeah well and I did wear it the other day 
to work. I, and it was so weird because last week we had this weather in the mid 80s. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as I was finishing and I was like, oh, great. You know, now we're in summer in April. I'm never, you know, it's going to be six months before I, I have any opportunity. But wait one week and it'll go back to 30s and 40s. So so I did get to wear it. A couple of people were like, I mean, you always dread that sort of like, oh, did you make that? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but no, a couple of people were like, oh, I really like that. And um, I said, oh, oh, yeah. And they, they were like, oh, my God, I got to get back into knitting, you know, mm-hmm. so that that's great. I feel like that's your your best when, you know, somebody a likes it and they don't know whether or not you've made it. But then when they do, they, they're like, oh, I want to knit something like that. Like, right. Or the the response of, you made that? Right. <laughs> you're kidding. You really? You made that? Then you know you're doing something good. And I do have to say, the yarn was really nice. It was nice to knit. It's their Westfield, and it's 60% extra fine merino, 20% silk, and 20% yak a really nice yarn and it washes and blocks nicely too. I don't know if it's because of the yak, because I have some yak yarn, partial yak yarn that also does this where the yarn has a really nice dimension. It's not just a plain solid color. It's, it's got, this is almost, I mean, I wouldn't call it heathered, but it does. I know what you mean. It's got sort of a really nice dimensions, kind of a good word for it. So it it doesn't end up looking uniform, but it but and it and it definitely you know these are solid colors, so it definitely foregrounds the pattern, which I think makes sense when you've got sort of a lace yarn over. You don't also want to have a lot of busy yeah yeah yeah, i think that when you've got those highly textural stitches the other part yeah i don't know what that pattern it's basically you know you do the right side is knit pearl knit pearl knit pearl and then the back side is pearl and then when you do the second row if you did knit you did you do pearl above that. So you're just alternating the knit and the pearl. I don't, what is that stitch called? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Well, we'll look that up and we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I said booty will look that up and put the, because she's very good at research. Well, she yeah. was until now. She's taking care of mom. Oh. <laughs> you're on your own, bossy. Oh. <laughs> I did have a friend who said, so which of your siblings do you think hates you more at this point? I'm putting my money on the one that lives three blocks from your mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, we still love you. Things happen and you can't really predict who is going to be. Because you know what? The first person who says, how did you let that happen? Is the next person it's going to happen to. And so... <laughs> Well, yeah. And you just, you realize and have a new appreciation for how these things can happen in a split second. It kind of reminded me of all 
all of the bad mothering moments <laughs> when my son was standing right by a, we had this kind of fountain at my brother-in-law's house and we were both standing by it. And, you know, I literally looked away for a second and then I looked down and he was head first in the fountain. And I'll never forget, <laughs> I pulled him out and he was still at that point wearing a diaper and the fountain had sort of green slime on the top. <laughs> And when I pulled him out, he had this little ring of green slime. We <laughs> <laughs> just wipe off that green slime. Yeah. Mm. I think the main thing is that it's it's for a second because it's when that happens and you're not you're not there for an hour, that's when it's a problem. But... Yeah. No, I mean I was literally pumping the gas. And I looked up and I said something to her and then I turned and I was topping off the gas and then I looked again and I didn't see her because she was on the ground. Right. I mean, it was just seconds and I thought, where'd she go? Yeah. Yeah, She fell into the fountain. I wonder if you've got... In the green slime. A ring of green slime. (laughs) Kathy... (laughs) Come back. <laughs> I don't think you want me to come back. Because all I'm going to do is drink your expensive alcohol. That's okay. You can have all the expensive alcohol. <laughs> I do have to say, I really enjoyed going to the, we made these little sort of forays out like into Stranded, to Stranded by the Sea. Yes. And we also had, if you're going to the Kingston Ferry, you should definitely go to Stranded by the Sea. And then you should have lunch at this fabulous place called Thai by Day. And Booty and I had the best lunch. What did you have? I had the plantain curry. So good. It just was so, so good. I mean, the weather, by the way, the weather was terrible. I don't know if you planned that. Sometimes in April we get nice weather. Not this time. It was raining and cold. Yeah. I mean, it was warmer in Massachusetts like all week. And yeah, and I went back to literally 85 degree weather. So so it was kind of cold. And I remember I had this really good soup, Tonka soup that, that had I got it with tofu. I won't do that again. <laughs> Just get chicken if you want it. But um, at the time, I thought it was, but it was this really lovely, creamy. It had this a lot of fresh lime mm. leaves in it. The The woman who was at the knitting store expa- explained that this restaurant was kind of run by a family and they raise a lot of their produce and things. And so it had just super fresh ingredients with the Thai combination of the coconut with the, but savory, but with the lime and the fresh veg and just super delicious. Yeah, so, it's really good. And I have to say, you know, people these days complain about service. The service is just wonderful. They're just, they're, we went there twice and both times we had different servers. They were just characters and super wonderful people (laughs) well and actually we got something to take for mom we got her the soup to take to the hospital and so she you know we explained we were taking it to the hospital so she you know separated out the noodles so it wouldn't get 
soggy and just very thoughtful and kind and it just so delicious too i mean if, if i were in a hospital with a broken pelvis i think i'd want to have some of this soup you know Me too. yeah in between my oxycodone <laughs> yeah, yeah sometimes those pain medications they're good so booty i think we need to wrap it up with our episode 11 of vacations gone awry and all problems solved by rye whiskey and knitting yes and i think it's time to say whatever you do don't knit like my sister. <laughs> and don't fall down at a gas station. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs>